Warning, some of the content on this podcast might not be suitable for all listeners. Or as RJ would say, squeeze my tank, brooch. You got it, girl. Ladies and gentlemen, it is yammer time. Yammer time. Yammer time. I got a Christmas. I got a Christmas treat right off the hop. Ready for this? I wish I could send it to you guys and share a little bit. You ready? You ready? What is it? Look at what that. that. A little what bowl that? of uh, Lindor. Oh, there's a fucking box downstairs. I didn't open it. I was, I was like, whoa. Mary went to the Lint store the other day and spent like $50 on a sorted Lint store. So we got this, got this little card so you know which one you're eating. So what yeah, do you, you guys? Don't, you don't need that. Should I kick it off? With, in there. Uh, anything like peanut butter? It? Coconut, almond, regular, candy cane. You know what? The candy cane or the Christmas ones, they look delicious. First one I opened up, it's fucking white Disgusting. chocolate. Yeah, hilarious. It still tastes good, but it, yeah, the candy cane ones are white chocolate. I'm going to eat one of those first. Ooh, a big white ball. Little, yeah. Put mm, those white mm, balls in your mouth. And good white balls in my mouth. Enjoy them. Mm. What are you drinking there, Tyson? What do you got? Got a little white wine on the rocks, actually. Fuck me running. What? In a huh. tumbler? This guy's out of control. <laughs> this is, uh, it was this or a coffee mug. Mug every time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, I have these great glasses, but I don't drink scotch. So I just felt like I needed to Whoa. use them. Too, too tangy. I didn't, I didn't cut it. Mm. Where's the uh, cut? <laughs> no water in there. Where's the cut? There it is. So what did you guys get up to this week? What's new? What did I miss? What's going on? Teely, can we kick it off with a date story? How's it going? How's it going with the, the girls of Kingston? We need a new weekly segment. Teely Mon and the girls of Kingston. I got nothing, man. I'm not. I got nothing. I didn't go on any dates. Full on coronavirus. Can't go out. Can't meet the people. Actually, uh, Kingston, as of today, reported the most cases that we've had so far. We have 53 active cases. All right. So, out of control. Yeah, there's like 30 reported on Saturday, between Saturday and Sunday. Didn't you guys see on Facebook? It's a hoax. It's not real. Everybody knows that. You're way behind. Yeah, I know. Those 53 people, they all work for the man. They're in on it. All 53 of them. Good for them. (laughs) Good job. I can't even go on Twitter anymore. People are so fucking mad and mean and stupid. I just like, I go on every three things. I'm like, yep, don't need that in my life. And I just fucking turn it off. I can't even do it. Yeah. What about you, Reach? How's, uh, What, what about me? How's the breakout at GDCI going? Mm, I don't go there. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be uh, very awkward if I went there. It would. <laughs> Please, Unless like, you were a teacher. Just start rolling around the halls. What do you guys got next? Social studies? Uh, what, what, what are you even taking high school anymore? I mean, keyboarding? Eggnog Soda Street. Eggnog Soda Street. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what kind of lint chocolate should we eat next? Almond peanut butter. Okay. Um, there's no peanut butter, man. Tyson, are you just saying it? Yeah. What are you just saying? I figure figure there's gotta be a peanut butter flavor in there. It looked like you had a bunch of flavors (laughs) right now. All I have is never had a fucking, uh, caramel. No, hazelnut. the black one, the black one. Oh, the black one is dark chocolate. I ate them all. There isn't any in here. No, I have mint, uh, almond, candy cane, regular sea salt. 
Ooh, sea salt. Sea salt. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, do you guys have a good uh, shit your pants story? Um, I guarantee you, Reg has a a really good shit your pants story. I was listening to Rogan a couple months back, and he was talking about how many times in his adult life he's shit his pants, and I honestly can say. Uh, I've never shit my pants. Like other than never when shit I- my pants in my adult life. No, I got a good good one from grade two. <laughs> the quality one stuck with me all through these years. Freaking lay it on us. I didn't. Yeah, I, was, I, was fucking, I, was, I was so conflicted. This is back at uh, Tecumseh Public School where the great gumball heist happened. Yeah, we'll set that aside. But there was this uh, this thing by the door. If you had to go to the bathroom. Okay, and it had like these two little, they were they're Cabbage Patch Kids, and you, you squeeze their arms and they would spring open and then spring close when you let go, so they clamp onto things. And if the, the boy Cabbage Patch clampy spring arm thing was on go, then you could go to the bathroom. But when you left, you had to put it on mm. stop. Okay, so then when you came back, you put it on go. Some fucking grade two moop. In Old South London, Tecumseh Public School, 1984, I'm going to say. Went to the bathroom, chucked the fucking springy arm cabbage patch thing on stop. I'm like, I have to get over to the bathroom there real quick and drop a load off. Get to the sign, stop, can't go. I'm like, huh? All right, I'm going to respect the sign. <laughs> we don't live in a lawless society here. We have rules, we got to follow them. Homeboy comes back, doesn't fucking switch it. These are on stop all day. What, so what, what am I going to do here? It's a bad move. I, I had no option. I, I had to shit my pants in grade two. And uh, my teacher called my mom. And uh, my mom was at work. And I was sent home with shitty drawers. So you sat there in your desk. Shit and myself. Like, consciously and just rule- like, well, guess I gotta just poop. Rules were couldn't go. <laughs> Don't stop. That actually so, makes me feel bad for you because it's like you were just being good. You're like a yeah. polite little pants shitter. You're doing what and you're I told. Fucking, I remember fucking just bawling, bawling my eyes out the entire walk home. Oh, that's fucking actually a sad story. I'm sorry, man. Shit. I'm sorry that happened to you. So uh, a buddy of mine on the weekend uh, told me, so he's, uh, he's around the same age as me. And he was telling me a story about how four years ago uh, he was working and he said, he can't remember what he ate for breakfast, but uh, then he like went to go on his lunch and he walked out in front of the building and uh, there was, he was walking to a Tim Hortons that was like 500 meters away. And he got like halfway there. And all of a sudden it just like, he had that urge that he was like going to shit himself right then and there. Oh yeah. Um, so when he's like, he's like, the, the Tim Hortons was like 250 meters away. Work was 250 meters away. He's like, I just, this is the best part. He's like, I just went and found a park bench and then just sat there and shit my pants. Wow. <laughs> what he's like, he's like, he's like, I did, he's like, I knew I didn't have a choice. I wasn't making it anywhere. He's like, I didn't want to just stand and shit myself. So he's like, <laughs> I literally like, and didn't like fully sit down on the bench, you know, just like sat down with the edge of his cheek on the bench. He nice. like sat there and shit himself. And, and then, then walked, what? What do you do? And then he walked, he walked back to work and there was underground parking and he was trying to call his wife to tell her to bring the keys down so he could drive home. And uh, he eventually had to call like reception 
And the receptionist said, like, bring the keys down. He, like, met her and, like, you know, just poked his head around the corner in the parking garage and got the keys. <laughs> and, uh, and he, said he, he had, luckily, had a dog towel in the back of the car and he threw that down. And then he said, he, like, yeah, got home. And, like, by the time he got home, he had to wash the floor mats in the car because there was just, like, he's like, oh. it was, he's like, none of it was solid. None of it. No, never. Oh, I would have got an yeah. Uber. Imagine you get I, in an Uber. You mind if I sit up front? <laughs> I think countless, countless close calls. Like, you know, you're fucking, you're racing for the bathroom and you, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. You know, like you're not even on like, the seat yet and it's pollution in the water. I think I've never, like, there's been times where I'm uncomfortable where like, you know, it would be really nice if I was near a washroom right now, but I've never had that. Oh no! I might shit in my pants. Oh, I've no. never had that. Yeah, countless clothes calls. Wow, I've had it before, man. And it's like this kind of urge where it feels like if a gust of wind came past strong enough, it would be enough to make you shit. You get all hot, <laughs> you get hot. And you're like, oh no! You get this wave of hot. And you're like, oh my! Oh, this is yeah. pretty good. Wow. You just all right, well, we're start starting this week off on a fucking on a good note on the brown note. Where can I shit? If I have to shit right now, where can I go? You're looking for alternatives. <laughs> yeah. Good times, though. Right? Yeah. I was actually downtown walking with Mary like two hours ago, and I had to pee bad enough that I started looking around. Actually, at one point, the thought crossed my mind that there's no people. It's fucking cold here today, so there's no people really anywhere other than like the tweakers and uh, the people that have nowhere warm to be. Um, You're going to piss in a storefront? No. Well, yeah, I started thinking of like under that staircase. No, the rain probably wouldn't hit it. It would smell for days. I'd feel bad. But there's garbage cans everywhere, but they're kind of high. So I was thinking like, if I got on my tiptoes, could I get my wiener in there? Like, but then someone's got to change that garbage. So I'm like, ah, that's fucking mean, you know? But yeah, I was, I was seriously looking around like, pardon? You were going to put your dick in a garbage can. Well, I wouldn't like set it on it. I'd be playing operation, you know, don't touch the sides, but <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, was, yeah, I, was, I was looking around for spots. Garbage dick. <laughs> you know what I'd be scared about with that too? A city garbages, man. It's fucking a squirrel in there. Ooh, there's, yeah. dumpsters out, there's dumpsters out front of my building. And there's like, every time I go to throw something and then I kick the garbage or I kick the dumpster first to fucking get the squirrels to jump out before I lift the lid. Those city squirrels, they're known for latching onto cocks. Okay, <laughs> especially the gray ones. They oh yeah, they're, no, they're not aggressive. not this one. They'd be afraid. They'd think it's a python, and they'd be like, ah, hey, "Don't eat that! Run for your lives, other squirrels! <laughs> this one's a monster!" Yeah, but no, I didn't do it. I, I held it, got in the car, drove home. All right. I didn't pee Where anywhere weird. Did uh? Did I ever tell that this reminds me of? Uh, I don't know why this just reminded me of this, but um. Of the story when I was at a strip club and it was a guy's bachelor party. I don't think we've heard this one. Okay, so drop in. Here we go. Long story short is uh, no, no. Long story long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, we go down to Florida for this bachelor party, and uh, not a lot of the guys have really like been to strip clubs or whatever. But like me and one other guy have been before. So like I was kind of talking to him about like, yeah, we got to go and we got to do something for his his bachelor party. Like, got to make this kind of special. So we get to this one spot, me and him start talking to one of the girls. We're like, hey, so like, what can you do for a bachelor party? And she's like, well, we'll bring him up on stage and uh, all the girls will go up and give him a dance in front of everyone. And then we'll whip his dick out. And we're like, 100%. Yep, that's what we're doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we hand her the cash to do this. And it's like, the way they do it is like, they sit them on a chair and then the girls all take like a like 20 second, 30 second turn, like giving him like a little bit of a private dance. And then at the end, and through this process, they've taken his shirt off. And then at the end, they get him to stand up and they give him one of the strip club's shirts. And as, as he's like raising his arms and they're putting the shirt on him, they've already taken his belt off. They just fucking pull his pants down. But the best part is my buddy's right beside me. He goes, right when his fucking dick falls out, he goes, what's wrong with your dick? Why is it so small? <laughs> 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 and there's like us, like 15 other people, plus all the strippers that are in there. And one of the strippers right beside us, she starts bursting out laughing. She goes, those balls are pretty big. <laughs> So you paid, you guys paid a stripper basically to see your friend's wiener? Yeah, exactly what you did. Why didn't you just ask him? Show us hey, his cock. You could have saved some money. Like, I don't know. It was, more about, it, was, it was more about kind of like embarrassing him on stage. Yeah, that would be I terrible. Similar, I have a similar story about stuff like that. Let's hear it. Maybe that was for another time. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was right. It was, uh, it was my 23rd birthday. So eons ago um we went to guelph to uh, penny was living in guelph at the time there's a bunch of us we went down there over there up there i don't know went to guelph and this is when the manor was all the rage it was a hopping and happening strip club in uh guelph so we go there yada yada yada. i'm like guys don't fucking i'm thomas my birthday i just want to fucking Hang out at a strip club, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, they told him it was my birthday. And uh, fucking get, strippers get me up on stage. And they take my belt off and they put it around my neck. And they're dragging me around the fucking stage like a dog. Right? And uh, they're all fucking rubbing their titties and their coochie mama's army, whatever have you. And the fucking one chick, like, how old is he? And they're like, 23, 23. She starts spanking me with my belt. But like, I'm still on all fours, remember? Like, it's a uh, respectable position. And, but she's going right in the middle. Like, she's not picking a side, left or right, like a cheek. She's going right in the middle. Smacking you right in the brown eye. Right in the brown eye. That wasn't, that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was when the fucking end of my belt would come whipping around oh. underneath and would, like, fucking... Towel snap my fucking nards. That's mean. Ugh. For 23 fucking times in a row. She didn't realize that it was happening. And I'm like, pick a fucking side, left or right. <laughs> it was so fucking painful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. You guys have had some fucked awful. up strip club experiences. I, I, I got another funny one. This one uh, isn't me, but uh, I got this client of mine. He's like maybe 74 years old. He's an old dude, right? And he, he likes to drink and likes to party a little bit. And he hangs out with some guys who are like 25 years younger than him. So at one point they tell him like, Hey, we're thinking about going and buying a snowmobile over like near Toronto. And you want to come for a day trip with us. So they go and do that. And on the way back, they decide to stop at the strip club in Belleville. And apparently like through the night they're there at the strip club. And there's this like really big black girl and they're messing with him being like, Hey, like I dare you to go up there and put a $20 bill in your mouth and lay down on the stage. And he's like, no, 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 no. And eventually he's like, all right, <laughs> he's married. <laughs> he hops up there and does it. And they take a picture of him at one point doing this. So then he Ow. goes home that night. Yeah. I don't think uh, that's allowed. No, it's definitely not. But this I know is like, not. I got yelled at and 
Whistler. Oh, yeah. This is this is Belleville. This is a pretty sleazy, sleazy biker club type place. Like that was risky of them doing it because like you'll get fucking stabbed by a biker if you get caught. But I bet there's not that many people watching at the same time. Anyway, so this old dude goes home, throws his cell phone on the counter, and goes to sleep. And his he didn't realize that his friends had texted him the picture. So he wakes up the next morning. Everything's all cool. Mid afternoon, he's sitting on the couch watching MLB baseball, and his wife comes up. Or it's like getting kind of late, actually. I think maybe like around dinner time. And she goes, "Well, I'm going to bed." And he goes, "Okay." He goes, "She goes, before you come to bed, I want you to shower like all me." And he's like, "Why? What are you talking about?" He's like, "You don't think I know about this?" And she shoves the cell phone into his face with the picture. <laughs> he's all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he's just like this, like old kind of chubby pudgy man with like pale skin and all red from the alcohol and just he's the one who told me this story too man and it was just fucking killing me did he murder his, these people he went with like he, these people should be dead he uh yeah he, killed him. He, he like went over to the friend's house the other day and was like what the fuck are you doing to me yeah like send me fucking... that fucking picture man i've only ever really? been uh i've only ever been once in my life to a strip club and it yeah um so it was it was the red maple <laughs> in Manastra. Oh, and it no. was it was like the first or second week that someone from high school got a car so we were like we were all 16 there was probably six six of us and uh i don't want to say any names but one person had their older brother's id mm-hmm. i had um when I was working with Al at JD's one day, I didn't even ask for it for no reason. He's like, here, do you want this? And it was a license and a health card from a guy from Nova Scotia named Benny Brooks, who was 22. Benny Brooks. I didn't even ask for it, but I had a fake ID that worked for, for years. Thanks to that one, like just randomly one day, he's just like, here, you're Benny Brooks now, whenever you need to buy cigarettes. I was like, holy shit. Thanks, man. So so yeah, I had a fake ID that was pretty good, or like a, a real ID, but it wasn't mine. The other guy had an older brother's. Everyone else in the group scratched out their license and changed the number. So we get into tops. It's the middle of the day. Like it's like two o'clock. Like we skipped class to do this. So right away we walk in, the most fucking suspicious looking crew ever. Six 16-year-olds with scratched licenses all piled into one car. There's no one else in the place. There wasn't even anyone dancing when we got in there. No, we think they're just dancing all the time. Yeah, exactly. So someone's like, (laughs) you know, okay, I guess fucking Lucy, you got to get up there for these idiots, right? So we go to the bar to get a drink. I go first. It's all good. The other guy with the ID goes, it's all good. So we go and sit down with a beer. Everybody else that went up, the bartender kept their license, but didn't Mm -hmm. say anything. So we're like, he gave us all a beer. Everything's all good. So, um, yeah. So we're like talking like, why would he, why would he keep those ones and not ours? Like something's going on here. Something's going on there. Um, sure enough, another guy who was working tipped us off halfway through our beer that he called the cops. So, but in the meantime, um, one guy who I wish I could say his name, it's the same guy who pooped in the hat. So we had heard that you could, put some money in your mouth and go up on stage. Right. But nobody on their first beer at two in the afternoon in an empty room is doing this, but we're 16. So we're like, yeah, do it, man. Let's see if it works. (laughs) So he goes up and puts a toonie in his mouth 
the girl's yeah. just like rolling her eyes like all right i guess like um and then yeah what reminded me of this is you guys the guy getting his pants pulled down she knew that he would be embarrassed because when you're 16 and someone does that to you like things start happening you know so she took off her cowboy hat and let him hold it over his junk so he wasn't embarrassed in front of his fucking adolescent friends for the ride everybody knew what was under the hat we know what's under the hat guy yeah so she got yeah he got to keep the hat but anyway we chugged our beers and uh the other buddy from the that was working there gave us a heads up like you guys should get out of here don't finish those beers get out of here you remember mrs d's in clinton the fucking uh yeah deli donut shop thing yeah. Made out with a stripper from Tops and Mrs. D's one night. On the how the hell did? How, wait. So you what? knew the girl from Tops, but you bumped into her at Mrs. D's, or you took her from Tops, brought her to Mrs. Bumped D's. Into her at Mrs. D's. Yeah, I think okay. Daryl Wise was eating a chicken salad sandwich on the other side of the table, and uh, just making out with a stripper. What time of day are we talking here? Right, two thirty, three in the morning. Hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. I we feel like, like there's class. more. There's more to be told that night. That Not story. Really, but it, I think we went to the bathroom for the bit and she had like a driver who was like waiting for her and he really wanted to get going. And uh, I think Daryl was done the sandwich by then. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to get going. I'm like, well, I gotta get out of here. Nice meeting you. <laughs> what a crazy place it. Tops was, eh? Oh, fuck. Yuck. Yeah. One night we got crazy Wayne to drive us there in Coco's. What? Uh, 6,000 is celebrity 6,000 or whatever. I can't remember what car it was. Yeah, we, we hired Crazy Wayne to drive us. Me, Coco, Al Carlos, Joel Waters. Where oh did you meet? My oh my God. God, what an all-star lineup. Well, where did you meet this guy? Where did you, where well, did you meet Numbnuts to like, he, like how did you know to be like? He was at the Albion. Really, Wayne, you, we want to go to the top. Do you want to, will you drive us? You're sober. He's like, yeah, I'll drive you. All right, I'll give you 20 bucks. He's like, all right. We fucking Wild. piling Coco's what, car. What was, what was Crazy Wayne like? Sorry, sorry to interrupt your story, but crazy. I'm fascinated. He was crazy. No one did a clever nickname. He was crazy. Uh, okay. He was crazy. He was just, just odd. He was, just, it was very odd. Yeah. It was, it was, not that he did anything crazy. Right. Maybe some shit was crazy, but it's crazy. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we turn on out to the old fucking red nipple and uh, we're having a time. We're in there and Something I could I could I could feel it in the air. Something was going down. Something wasn't right. And Coco was couldn't find him the second we got in there. Where'd he go? I in the VIP nonstop. And uh, I could sense it. I'm like something is about to fucking go down. Joel Waters is fucking talking to these dudes over there, and I don't think it's going well. No way this is going well. I can tell by the uh, mannerisms and their fucking body language. But I don't think Joel realizes it's not going well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sure enough, it's it's time for us to go. I'm like, Alan and I are like, yeah, hey, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Like things are not good. We're like, Coco, we're yelling into the VIP. We're like, Coco, we gotta fucking go. Shit. Shit's turning sour out here. We gotta go. And he's like, oh, I got two more dances. We're like, no, you don't. We're fucking <laughs> going. Let's go. And we're like, Wayne, go get the fucking car. Fucking get her ready. We go outside. And like, Coco's still in the fucking VIP. 
and uh, these guys come out and they're like fucking lipping us and we're like, we're just, whatever, man, we're just getting out of here. We're gonna take off. Fuck you guys. You guys are fucking pricks. Fuck, Coco comes flying out. What the fuck's going on? Like he's fucking ready to go. Oh and, man, uh, I'd be so scared if I was those tussle, guys. They don't know what fucking, they're doing. The tussle fucking breaks out, and I think it was like fucking. There's, I think it was like four on four, and whatever. It was like a pretty lame fight, and they get in their truck, the pickup truck, and they reverse out of the spot, and they, they kind of do a, a one eighty Yui uh, reverse Yui. Oxford. And they and they fucking floor it in reverse right into the front of Coco's car. Ooh. Legit on purpose. And we had just gotten into the car and fucking Coco's in shotgun. And he's like, pop the fucking trunk. <laughs> Wayne at the fucking controls for the trunk. Coco, so Wayne pops the trunk and we all get out. Coco's got three cases of empty bottles in there. And we're just fucking boom, humming. Fucking, because now these guys have to kind of like drive past us to get out of the parking lot. We're just humming. Holy fucking fuck, empty beer bottles at this car, <clears throat> at this truck. And they fucking stop and fucking fight starts again. And like, at one point, Coco, two guys coming at him, and he, and he does one of these. He just goes, punches them both at the same time. <laughs> Fucking double punches them. I'm like, what is that? Oh, my God. I'm like, that is unbelievable. The Coco double punch. <laughs> Fucking Carlos is fucking slamming this one guy's head off the fucking windshield of Coco's car. It's fucked. Doesn't fucking matter. Fucking Coco's throwing the one guy in the truck. They get out of here. Fucking... It's I don't even know who these dudes it. were. To this day, I have no idea who these dudes were. What was Crazy Wayne doing the whole time? Crying? Yeah, yeah. in the car. He's just like, he's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. He was paid to drive us there. That was it. The fucking day in the truck and they peel out. Look, we get in the car and Coco's like, follow them. Like, call your car is fucked. Like, follow them. Was the car done for? Could it? Could it? Could you still go? We, oh, we would go. We could go. We could go. We followed them to like fucking Exeter, and then fucking lost, and we had to turn around because the car was not doing very well. That is scary. Holy shit! What the a double what a punch. Tail. I was just like, I remember Thank just you. turning around and seeing these two dudes coming at Coco, and he just goes, boom, and I'm like, what is that? New signature that move. <laughs> yeah. I remember saying, like, Coco, did you punch two guys at once? He's like, yeah, double punch. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, that he, actually. That was the one guy in his truck. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one thing that uh, I wanted to ask you guys about. I don't think we've ever talked about it. Have you guys ever been in a fight or have you ever got the shit beat out of you or even, like, punched in the face or anything? I've been punched. I've been punched a bunch of times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I got a smart mouth. I agree. Every time well, I've been just like one punch in the face, that's it. It's over. A couple of them. Fucking crack, crack, clean. Shut the fuck up, dummy. Yeah, you're right. I probably should have shut the fuck up. Yeah, I got you. Really? Nothing crazy, though? Just a couple punches in the face, you're fine? Yep. Tilly, I punched you ever been in, in a fight? Uh, Nanaimo once. Someone 
That was a good no. one. You got I've never been in Nanaimo. Yep. What'd you do? I kept trying to buy drugs off a guy who had no drugs to sell and never did. And I was just, I was like, come on, man, you got some fucking drugs. So <laughs> <laughs> Were you just totally <laughs> fucked like, up and had the wrong guy or what? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just had it up and he fucking clocked me. They don't need fucking drugs. I was like, right, this guy doesn't need drugs. Let's get out of here. <laughs> what about you, Tilly? That's hilarious. Um, no, I've never been in a scrap, never been punched in the face. I've uh, definitely deserved it for. I remember one time like pulling a straight on crazy when it was like me by myself against like, I think there was probably like three or four guys. I was super, so drunk and coming down on mushrooms and I was running from downtown uptown. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I think I had my shirt off because I was starting to sweat. And yeah, I was, I was like so fucked up. And then I, from the other side of the street, I heard some guys laughing and I don't even know if they were laughing at me, but all of a sudden I crossed the fucking street and I got in the one guy's face and I pulled some like the craziest shit I've ever pulled in my life. I think it was two guys and two girls and all four of them just like looked at me and were like, Whoa, man, like we don't want any problems. I'm like, that's what I fucking thought. And then walked away. It's like, I was running around my- on mushrooms at three in the morning with no shirt on all sweaty. <laughs> I deserve to get my ass kicked. <laughs> I've that never was probably uh, the craziest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I've never been in a fight, but Tealy, do you remember that time we went to a Kitchener Rangers game? It was <laughs> so it was Bob Dad, Bob Dad, me, Birdhole, and Tealy. So um, it was the aisle or like the stairs, and then Bob Dad, and then me, and then uh, Bird and Tealy on my right. Um, so Bob Dad's on my left, and then the stairs. So there's this kid in front of Bob dad that keeps standing up all throughout the game. And uh, finally Bob dad says something to him like, Hey, would you mind sitting down? You know, like no one else is standing up. So every time he does, Bob dad can't see. And he's like, Hey, Hey, would you mind? Uh, Like he was pretty polite about it, but just ask the kid, you know, try not to stand up so much. I can't see when you do that. And the kid turns around and says some fucking lippy thing to Bob dad. And I was like, Oh, oh, you know, a little bit mad. And then it happened again. So the second time I was fucking furious. I'm like, you don't like, yeah. don't be fucking rude to my dad when he's it's, he was being nice too. like, you know, there's no reason for this kid to be doing that. He was probably a couple beers deep or something. and was just a cunt. So I didn't realize how many of the guys in front of me were all together. I just knew there was this one little prick. So I leaned forward and started whispering in his ear. And, and, uh, as I realized that they were all together, I started to realize like, I'm going to get the shit beat out of me. <laughs> so my yeah. only hope here is to out crazy him. So I just started whispering the craziest shit in his ear. Like, Oh, I've been fucking waiting for a kid like you to do something stupid. And like pretending yeah. I'd been the in part, jail the, and shit. I'm like, the, I'll fucking the part drag that I remember you down. The most. Yeah, that's the part that I remember the most is you saying something about how you're going to stick your dick out and shove it in his ear. Yeah, I'm like, you don't know what you're dealing with, buddy. I'm crazier than you know. And the fucking kid was shaking. He didn't even turn around to look at me. He did not stand up again the rest of the game. It got to the point where at one point, because some of his buddies heard me, at one point the kid went to get a beer. And uh, this other guy turned around and was like, hey, man we just work with this guy. Like, we're not even really friends with them. We just like, it's a work trip. You know, we had to bring them. Like, we don't even really like that guy. And, and I was thinking like, man, when these dudes see me stand up and realize how big I am, they're going to be like, we should have just fucking thrown them down the stairs. This guy, like, but I just totally out crazy them and it worked. So then the best part is Bob dad's watching the game this whole time. Right. And I'm, 
I'm thinking that he knows what's going on. He's just into the game, so he's not saying anything. Halfway, <laughs> halfway home, out of nowhere, he says, yeah, whatever I said to that kid in front of me must have worked because after the second period, he didn't stand up again at all. <laughs> I was like, so are you brilliant. fucking serious? You didn't hear any of that crazy shit I Question. said to him? Yeah. What was Bird doing the whole time? Birdie, Birdie looked a little scared. <laughs> yeah, he looked yeah. a little what are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> cold in here. Well, it's so cold in here. <laughs> yeah, I was the closest you know, was I've ever been to a fight, and it would have been six on one, and I would have lost badly. You know, was uh, one of my favorite parts of that too is uh, you know, like the classic white guy thing, like when you see someone that you don't really know, but you're trying to be polite, so you keep your mouth closed and give it a little nod. No, puff up the cheeks, that kind of look. Classic yeah. white guy thing to do. I'm pretty sure when we were leaving the game, like at least like two of the guys in that group of six gave us like the embarrassed white guy. Like, <laughs> honestly, there was one point when I was telling the talking that I was like, I got to do something so crazy that we don't get in a fight or I'm going to lose. I honestly considered licking the kid's ear just to really Shit freak him out and wipe it on his face or something. <laughs> yeah. So it worked like though. Ear, whatever, whatever. You can out, yeah. you can out crazy people and then you don't have to fight them. They're like, I don't know where this or guy's just been. Learn, but... uh, just learn how to double punch and you're good to go. Yeah. I don't think anybody can double punch like Coco can probably double yeah, punch. Double punch. <laughs> Coco, did you punch too? Yeah. Double punch. <laughs> like I'm an idiot for asking. Yeah. Double punch, man. Even Wayne's like, yeah, double punch, guy. <laughs> Wayne knows. <laughs> I yeah. taught him that. The, the weirdest part, the craziest part to me was watching them fucking rever- like motoring in reverse. And then they start turning and you're like, where are they, where are they going? Where are they turning in reverse towards us? They're okay towards us. I'm like, watching them fucking smash into the front of the car. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, that'd be crazy. The, that's our car. <laughs> and then Coco having those three empty cases of beer bottles in the trunk. And we, we were just humming them, man. Like, fucking bottles are smashing off this truck. I can't believe the, the guys lot. stopped again and got out. <clears throat> they could have just drove yeah. away. Oh, we, we hit the truck. That was bad, I guess. I it's know. wild. Double punch. Jam game's all fucked up. What do you got? The fucking bowl? You're eating the fucking Lindor's that, with a spoon? What's happening? Yeah, I know the Lindor's were the uh, the appetizer. Mary uh, brought me down some pasta. Amused Chef's plate. No. A fucking lemon pepper cauliflower pasta? Fuck <clears> no, Chef's plate went back to full price, so we're out of that shit. It's just, uh, looks like we got some uh, ground turkey, peppers, onion, tomato sauce, garlic. Color the peppers. Color the peppers there, guy. I got to know. What color? Yep. What do you think? You know my uh, budgetary restrictions, of course. We're going green. Green, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. They all taste the same. I'm not paying double they, price for a red they one. They do not all taste the same. They do not all taste the same. They do yeah, not. They do. Yeah, they do. Do, you know why do you know why green peppers are green? Read you, boy. You know why green peppers are green? Because they don't let them sit. They're not fucking growing. Put them back on the fucking vine and let them finish growing. Okay? All right. So you're telling me if I blindfolded you. And they give you five different peppers. You can tell me what color they all are. I can tell you which one's green. You think so? Hundred percent. Do it right how now. How much would you? How much would you bet yes. on that? Green. I um. I put a hundred dollars on it. Do I get to cook the peppers or raw peppers? Raw. Hundred dollars. Yep. 
Wow. I actually kind of want to take you up on this. Yep. Wednesday on the pod, we do it live. How do we do it? How can we do it? Yeah. Um, he has to party. put it on a tray. We get slices of each on a tray. He has to I'm in blindfold on. No, no, you can do this at home and yourself. You put them on a tray. They're in their own pile. You throw a blindfold on and you spin the tray until Brian and I say stop. When we say you stop. Peppers all over my apartment. I'm going to be blindfolded around anything, picking up peppers off the floor. He's going to cheat. Mario he's going to cut them up. He's going to cut the green ones fatter. He'll know by the shape. I, I got to cut the peppers. We need Derek Wise in on this. Mm, Derek yes. Wise. That's how we make this You need happen. to contact Derek Wise. You need to get in cahoots with Derek Wise about this. All right. I'm on the outside. RJ. We need to double down on this. You also said you can taste the difference between Coke and Pepsi, right? Is that oh, you? Right again. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Idiot. Let's double down. Let's double oh, down. yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. I this, like it. This, this needs to happen. I feel like we need a trifecta. What's the third item that you know you can differentiate? Um, oh, tangerine and orange. No. No. You said that. You said you could. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about Sprite and 7-Up? No, well, yeah, I can do that. No problem. There it is. Seven up, fucking garby, fucking straight garb. Well, it's the same show. I don't even like clean socks. Hey, uh, I've noticed you got those drumsticks in your hand this whole time. How's that going? You've been been hitting the pad. Yeah. How's it going? Pad it and hit the pad with the drumsticks. Are they called the paradiddles and whatnot? I've been paradiddling like crazy. Nice. That's right. Left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right. Fucking yeah. first he diddled, then he paired. Now he's paired. And man, I got a fucking timing issue. Why like he keeps speeding up? Oh fuck he's, yeah! No, like I get all, he's, I get all he's dangerously <laughs> long time, and then I go and I'm just fucking. But like, I'll put music on. I'll just try and play along with it. Like even just like do a little shuffle. Uh-huh. It always turns into a paradiddle. My brain is just like paradiddle, paradiddle, go. I don't even realize I'm doing it. I'm just like, right, 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 right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I just, maybe I just need to practice more, but I wanted to get like, work on my double stroke rolls and shit, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting the bounce off of this that I wanted. But mm. I looked at, uh, I went and looked at electric drums at Long and McQuaid today. I've been debating it for like two months. I just can't pull the trigger. I'm cheap. But Man, uh, boxing I, I, sale, never, I feel like it's, Personally, I would never pull the trigger on him. But why not? I don't know. I'm I'm a purist, and I something about it. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna. It's kind of a better than nothing thing, though. You know, like I can throw on headphones. But in your apartment, I mean, what what are you like? What are you gonna do in the apartment, right? Yeah, yeah, true. (laughs) Just flush and get back in the camera. So, um, on Tuesday, I turn. 31 years old so tell me your oh, best birthday man. story what do you guys got what's the best Ooh. best and worst birthday you ever had best and worst birthday you, you ever had. most of my first. birthdays look the same because i worked in a restaurant so i worked i just worked and every day was totally right. normal i just worked so i'll tell you relating to the restaurant i'll tell you my worst birthday ever i turned 18 years old when i worked at jd's i remember this i had to talk you herbert, off the ledge and herbert like i like the guy a lot he fucking left a hot pan on my sink and didn't tell me. And I went to go fucking just, I just saw this pot sitting there. So I grabbed it, went to go put it in my sink and it burned the shit out of my hand. And I was in like my 
second or third month at JD's and I was like ready to quit and walk. I remember out this. You I walked out the back door. Just, I was like, Tilly, please no. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. gay AF, man. That's totally gay AF that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking what's the matter, man? What do you mean? Oh, hot pot man. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I don't think I had I don't know if I had a hot sandwich. sandwich. I can't think of any one. I can't think of any like special. Oh, my best birthday actually was Ford Pier at uh, the Black Dog. We've talked about that before. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got two birthdays that are fucking tied for number one, and I don't think I'll ever be able to fucking pick a winner. So, um, yeah, we got to hear them both. Tell both stories. I want to hear them. I want to hear them. I got one after. They were consecutive years. Uh, 34, 35, uh, 34, Chicago. Uh, end up partying with Lucero at the Cobra nightclub after their after party. Uh, unbelievable. And 35, I was in Jamaica watching my friends uh, Katie uh, Katie McKechnie and Mike Briscoe get married on my birthday. That's so, two good years. That's pretty awesome. Pretty dope. Hmm. The worst birthday? I don't know, like uh, three? I'm going to say three. I don't remember. It was probably pretty shitty. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really get anything I wanted. I remember, I remember having a birthday. Kid, I remember guessing what my friend got me for my birthday once only because for some reason it wasn't wrapped. Maybe the, the shitty mom didn't have time to wrap it before they got to my birthday party or something. And I watched them carry it into the house from a window and I was like, oh, so I'm getting that. And then because I remember being like, hey, I should try and guess what you guys got me for my birthday. And I was like, oh, Justin, <laughs> you got me Battleship. And he's like, what the fuck? And the kids start crying. He's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just really smart. I know everything. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> that was, so. Yeah, 34, 35. Partying with Lucero in Chicago. And then partying with so many. There's so many people on that trip to Jamaica for that wedding, man. That would have been a good time, yeah. When Robinson I was in Jamaica for the weekend. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Who goes to Jamaica for the weekend? What the fuck are you doing? You flew on Friday, left on Sunday. See you, bud. See you later. Yeah, you got to go for the week. Yeah. Yeah. The flight is most of the cost pretty- of the trip, too. So it's not that much more to tack on four more nights, you know? He was living in the States then. He was, uh, hmm. he was almost married to that one girl. Remember her? Was her nuts? I don't know. I can't remember. No. What were you going to say, Tilly? I got uh, a couple that come to mind that were pretty sick. I remember in being in like grade nine or ten and uh, having – fuck, I might have even been younger than that. I might have been grade eight. Had a shitload of people. You were there, Brian. Uh, you and Nate helped coordinate this where we were living at uh, the farmhouse near uh, Langevin's fucking – what was the motel there called? Uh, the West um, Coast Inn. Sugarbush. Yeah, yeah Sugarbush. Sugar right near Sugarbush Road there we were living. And uh, we had a bunch of people to go to Rainbow Valley. And we fucking did a bunch Ooh. of tobogganing and shit. And then after that, everyone came back to the house and we had pizza. That was like the... like I, <laughs> I almost said I tobogganing. Like, When's your birthday? But you just fucking told me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that. And then um, the one year, uh, Sarah got us UFC tickets. And we went to UFC in Toronto. And we also rented like uh an airbnb on the 44th floor of a condo that was like a stone's throw away from scotia bank arena 
So like, oh, we that's just fucking, cool. Oh, dude. Yeah. We had like a killer two days in Toronto and ate a That would have cost a fortune. It wasn't bad. So the reason it was so cheap is one of my clients bought the train tickets for us because she has a job in Toronto that has her on the train all the time. So she gets via rewards, like via points. Yeah. So, so she's like, Hey, I'll get you train tickets wherever you want. And then Sarah knew that. So she's like, well, fuck, I'll just get us to get dropped off at union station. Well, but the condo alone in. would have been two or 300 a night. No. Yeah. I think we spent two nights and it was maybe like 200 a night. And then the UFC tickets were like 150 a piece. I'm like, it's really not that much for a fucking weekend. And like, when you think about what you, the value you get, wow, that's a big weekend for me. Whew, big weekend. Dude, it was worth every second. Like the, the fucking, the 44th floor, like looking out of those windows was yeah. super fucking fun. It's funny you yeah. mentioned this. Cause uh, you know, like Snapchat and photos, all that shit gives you like the, a, memories. the recap. Yeah. Yeah. A year ago, me and Mary were in a condo across from the CN tower in Toronto this weekend to see the Menzingers. So like Ooh. this morning I got all these uh, shots of, yeah, the CN tower all lit up and yeah. Yeah. We did all the well, Christmasy shit. We went to like, what is it? Nathan Phillips square. They like oh, yeah. light, turn the lights on and we did all that. Like, yeah, I remember it was cold as all hell, but it was fun. My birthday yeah. last year was pretty fun too. We, we didn't really do anything too crazy, but, uh, a couple of my friends came over to the house and we like, uh, Ayers got me a bottle of, um, fuck it's Conor McGregor's whiskey. I forget what it's called. 40. Oh, yeah. Maybe I forget what it's called, but anyway, we had like shots of whiskey and, uh, drank a bunch of wine and shit and then ate a little bit of edibles and went into a fucking, a pool spot. It's called racks and just uh, drank oh, a bunch of pints. Spot. Yeah. And it was just like, the place has like 30 pools. <laughs> My head went to swimming pools and I'm like, that's so a mine. weird thing to do. do swimming? Let's eat edibles and get drunk and go swimming. It's Everybody too laps, guys. Chuck your budgie smugglers on and go for yeah. a dip. <laughs> you guys got your goggles, right? <laughs> We're doing I remember when I, turned, uh, when I turned like eight, um, you know, Bob Dad was not too like plugged in with the pop culture. Not real good at throwing a party, but he wanted to like, you know, do the traditional little kid's birthday party. So when I turned eight, I got like 10 people over to the house on Sarnia Street and Bob Dad went to the store and rented two movies, but he doesn't know anything. At this time, it was like the big movies were slap probably shot. like Jurassic Park and shit. Yeah, he got <laughs> he got Slapshot and Monty Python search for the Holy Grail. So we yeah, put on Slapshot. He gets like 20 minutes into Slapshot and he's like, oh, I kind of forgot about all the language in this thing. Like a bunch of little kids. So he had to turn it off. I remember the only person that was really into it. Everybody else was like, this is fucking stupid. But Byro loved it. And then he turned it <laughs> off. The, he turned it off because the language was too bad. And then, uh, yeah, he put on Monty Python and nobody liked it. Too. I don't know if there I, is. I think there's some ticks at the start of Slapshot. But then, yeah, the Monty Python, like when you're when you're eight years old, like it's not funny. It's not funny at all. So then we t- so, nobody so watched the movies. That was Bob Dad throwing so, the eight-year-old's party. So now that we're older, let's get a little bit of perspective here and let's realize the fact that like when when you were eight years old, Bob Dad was what? What does that make him? 50s? Early 50s. Early 50s, like 54. Can you imagine right now? Like we're like 35-ish, 40, whatever. Can you imagine walking into a store, having three kids at home, and thinking getting slap shot and Monty Python search for the Holy Grail is good for your eight-year-old's birthday party? Like, yeah, like him and all his buddies are going to love this. They yeah. play hockey. It's a hockey parents, movie. Uh, my parents rented a VCR for one of my birthdays. 
we didn't have one. Like, it was unheard of. They were like $9,000 or something at the time. Fucking wow. Like, what did you guys watch? Well, we rented it and um, fucking Teen Wolf. I wanted Teen Wolf like a motherfucker. I'm like, get that shit. We're watching it. Fuck, get it home. Huey Boy's fucking trying to hook this thing up to the fuck Like the TV that's like in the wooden case uh, that's on the floor of the TV weighs 1,700 pounds itself. Fucking, no way. It didn't about, work. It's about four feet deep. Fucking seven <laughs> feet wide. Like, fucking massive. Fucking took forever to get the fucking thing hooked up. And when he finally got it hooked up, only played in black and white. Oh, that'd be crushing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I, sorry. That actually just I, made me feel bad. I can sense I the like, disappointment. You know what? I'm I'm honestly relieved that it played at all because played, you got halfway through that story and I'm like, you're gonna break my heart if it didn't play. No, nah, I played, but fucking I didn't know the fucking wolf was green or yellow. Oh I man, I feel so sorry. Your parents too, they probably were like, you know, we're doing well, such a I, good I, thing. I, I, oh. I bet you my dad was just fucking losing his shit. He was like fucking <laughs> 10 7 year old is like fucking Teen Wolf Man. It's gonna be so dope. Let's take it so long. Hook this fucking thing up. He's scrambling oh, back there. He doesn't know oh. a goddamn thing about electronics in 1988. He's just like, God, fucking Jesus, fucking. Oh man, that makes so, me feel bad. Fuck. Can we just take a minute too to talk about? Um, so I'm an 89 baby. This is the Teen Wolf thing. I always hear about Teen Wolf. What is this Teen Wolf? Brian, do you know Teen Wolf? What no idea. This? No. Fuck is. What do you mean? I, I've never seen the movie. I have no idea what Team Wolf was. It's a, it's a teenager. He's a werewolf, man. It's fucking awesome. Plays basketball. Mid-80s? Like, when did he this come out? basketball, really? Michael J. Fox. He fucking plays basketball. This guy's I'm Googling dad. it right now. I need a picture of Team Wolf. Oh, wait, don't Google it, Tilly. This is a good segue. Okay. Don't, okay. don't. Big numbers. Big numbers. Big numbers. Big numbers. All right. Team so. Wolf edition. Some of you, Dude, some of you listeners, you know, it'd be cool. You, you know, it'd be cool for the big numbers thing is if uh, we picked either a theme or a decade to be like, all right, we're stuck in this decade or this theme for the night. You know, we'll I actually do, thought like, about that when, I, when I asked if we could play it. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, best selling albums, uh, how many units sold, like something like that. Uh, yeah. Mm. And, like right now, I'm very intrigued with the 80s movies, like if we, whatever year <laughs> team okay, comes so, out. So there's this guy, and his name is last name's Howard Scott Howard, played by Michael J. Fox, and his dad owns a hardware store, and the mom is dead. Okay, sad, I know, but we get over it. Um, and his Scott Howard's best friend's name is Styles, and he is a killer. He's a funny, he has funky glasses and cool graphic tees, and he drives a van, and. And one night, fucking Scott's like, oh, what's going on? Fucking, he turned into a werewolf in the bathroom, getting ready to go to a dance or something, maybe go out for some friends. And his dad's hanging out the door. He's like, Scott, what's going on there? Scott, let me in, let me in. And he's like, I, I can't. I'll be out in a minute. Like, How do you tell your dad I'm a fucking werewolf? And he eventually, <laughs> he's like, Scott, open this door right now. And he finally opens the bathroom door. Dad's standing there. He's a fucking werewolf, too. Whole family's werewolves. All right? <laughs> so... Turns out, when it's Scott Howard, he's kind of a fucking putz. Nobody likes Scott Howard. He's a fucking nerdy little fuck. But when he's Teen Wolf, he's the shit. He's playing on the he's on the basketball team, and he sucks at basketball. But when he's Teen Wolf, 
you fucking slam dunking and getting all so over what, the place. The kids on the other team aren't like, hey, you're not allowed to have a werewolf on your team. Like, no one cares. They just let a wolf we glaze play. glaze over that. We glaze over that. No big deal. Nothing in the books about werewolves playing high school basketball. Okay? All right. And at one point, like, so like, he's trying to turn into the wolf all the time. He can control it, too. Like, it's not like you got to wait for a full moon. Not like one of them kind of werewolves. He just like, turns it on. I want to be a wolf you, now. You can, you can turn on the wolf. Okay. And at one point, like, he's, he's living the high life because Wolfie's fucking, he's super cool. All the girls like him. He's fucking banging the hot chicks in the fucking dressing room. Of the as a wolf or party. as a dude? As Does a the wolf. Bang him? The wolf yeah, bangs the chicks. chicks. These chicks want to bang the wolf. It's the weirdest thing. He must be really good at basketball. So he's on top of Styles' van and he's surfing through the town. Right? And Beach Boys are playing because that's fucking topical. Yes. And, um, and he goes past the hardware store. He's supposed to be at work at the hardware store. Mm-hmm. Old man Howard Wolf boy. Not too impressed with that. And you know, shouldn't be letting people know you're a fucking werewolf, right? So then they want to have a party. They're going to a party. They want to get some beer. Fucking little nerdy fucking Scott Howard goes into the beer store and he's like, yeah, hi. Get a kick of beer, please. And the guy behind the counter and now you're like, you need to see some ID. And he goes half wolf. Gets like red eyes and full voice. He's like, give me a keg of beer. <laughs> Fucking scares the guy into giving him a keg of beer. And then there's a dance. They go to the dance at the end and shows up as the wolf. And uh, then he's with the super cool hot chick, you know. And then he realizes that this, this isn't his life, you know. It's just, so he, he changes back into Scott Howard and ends up fucking banging his best friend, like Boof. Her name was Boof. It was like some chick who was like in love with him, but she was a nerd. And she hated the wolf because that's not who Scott was. Scott wasn't a wolf. He's Scott Howard. This is a touching, Great touching movie, story. Though. All right, let's play. Let's play around a big numbers. Mm-hmm. So, Teen Wolf. Um, mm. Should we explain what big numbers is for the listeners that didn't listen to episode whatever it was, or they'll look at say big numbers. Guess guess the big numbers. Okay, closest so, closest to they're going over right. Prices right rules. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever you guys want to do. It doesn't even matter. I think it does. Okay, so right. what is the budget we'll on uh, Teen Wolf? Can, sorry, can um uh can I get a year of production? When was this? Made? August twenty third, nineteen eighty five. It was released. It's only an hour and a half long. Ninety two minute it's film. It's a good that's, film. That's common for the cram a lot like in that ninety two minutes. A lot to digest. Okay, so how much it costs? That's the first part. Yeah, what's the budget on this flick? I'm gonna say uh, seven hundred and twenty three thousand dollars. See, I'm going lower than that. I'm gonna say. $562,000. Tealy is closer. It is 1.2 mil. Okay. Who directed this shit? Zemeckis? Robert Zemeckis? Um, directed by Rod Daniel. Yeah, I knew yeah, I should know that. Never heard of him. Okay. All right. What, what did it bring in at the box office? Fuck. 5.3 mil. They're still counting the money. They don't know. They're How still big counting. is this big numbers? It was I'm more of a say, cult classic at the time. No, it was not. It was a I was fucking wrong. I was wrong. box I was, office I was, smash. Like I said, they don't know yet. They're still counting the money. But um, me, and, me and Hammy are talking out our ass here. I'm going to say 12, 12 mil. That's it? You guys are happy with your answers? 5.3 and 12. Yeah. Here we go. $80 million. Five guys, hot dog. 
Eighty million dollars. Big and numbers. Counting. Yeah, that's, that's a amazing. lot of five guys hot dogs for a million dollar investment. Five guys hot dogs. <laughs> wow. All right. What oh, other eighties? What other eighties movies can you guys think of? Top Gun. Or was that nineties? I don't know what year, but it's a great it's choice. I'm going to say like eighty seven, eighty eight. Tom Cruise. All right. Let me just look that up on this edition of Big Numbers. Jeff Graham can pinpoint in the song. Uh, I can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head, but the, when Tom Cruise lays down uh, Kelly McGillis in the movie, if you're listening to the song, Jeff Graham can be like, and he's in here right at the exact moment when he fucking. Penetration. He knows the penetration note. Yeah. Wow. Penetration station. All right. I can never look at this movie the same again. So this hey, was sure. released uh, May 16th, 1986, a couple Ooh. months after I was born. So they probably made it because because of me. But anyway, Absolutely. what's the budget on this film? There's a big one. Get the fucking fight a lot. It was a lot. I'm gonna say we were sixteen Tomcats everywhere. The the cast was out of control. Anthony Edwards, uh, Kelly Gillis, Tom Cruise, uh, Righteous Brothers song. Um, Jeepers creepers. Four point seven million is what it costs. Yeah. Whoa. Way low. Way low. This movie cost. $32 million. You know what we can do to make this more fun, actually, with the guessing? Um, you know when in baseball, when you want to see who bats first, you do the bat thing where you keep moving your hand up? So th this is what a lot of poker players do when they do side bets at the poker table. Somebody sets a number just because there's only two of you. Um, so basically, the person who gets to go second is just playing an over-under game. So instead yep. of doing that, the first guy sets the number. The next guy can either say under or reset the number. And then the next guy can say under or reset the, and you keep going like that. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So Tealy, you, or who started it there? Tealy, you did. I did. What did I say? 4.7. And then Reed, you said what? Uh, 32 million. 30. So Tealy, do you want to stay where you are? You can take the under on that, or you can reset the number. I'm going to say it's under, but it's nowhere near my number. It's like 27. So okay, so then, that, uh, yeah, th that's it. Because yeah, if Reed goes over, then you win anyway. Because price right rules. I think we're doing that right. It feels wrong, but it might be right. Anyways, feels so. Fifteen million dollars was the budget on Top Gun. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I thought way more. That's surprising with Tom Cruise. All right. All those F sixteen Tomcats for crying out loud. Crazy. All right, Reed, boy. What's your? Uh... So does, does that mean I go first now for guessing for what sure. is this? What sure, is this? yeah. Wouldn't I pick okay. the movie? No, no, no. Uh, we still got to, to talk about how much revenue it came in. Yeah, the box office. Oh, right. What did Top Gun right, right. bring box in? Office. All right, I'm gonna guess. Um, I'm gonna go with 87 million. Cost 15 to make, and you're saying 87? Yeah, I think it's. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm uh, saying. I'm saying it brought Tommy in. Tommy boy. Saying it brought in uh, 90. Over million. under. I'm going that big over. two. Reset. Reset. Okay, you know what? For some reason, 107 is popping in my brain, so I'm just going to go 107. I'm going to overshoot him. Under. $356 million. <laughs> wow, big numbers. That was a successful movie. Well big done, gentlemen. Numbers. Very okay, big okay numbers. I got the next one. I got the next one. Okay. Can we go the original Ninja Turtles? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Casey Jones. 
I feel like we're going more of a cult classic here. So numbers might be. That's the nineties though, bro. That's nineties. Is that nineties? The first one. Oh yeah. 1990. You're right. Yeah. Well, we'll out. Okay. Pee-wee Herman. What is the budget? No, no. the scene, the scene, oh, uh, right. when he yeah, comes yeah, back yeah, yeah. with the pizza. Ninja Yeah. What is the budget on the original Ninja Turtles? Wow, it does not have a good rating on uh, IMDb. It's a fucking terrible movie. Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. I'm going to say original budget is $2.3 million. No. Just, I'm going to say original budget is $23 million. Really? I'm saying he's wrong. It's under. You're going under. 13.5. I love it. I like this. I like this format now. That's tough, though, Like, because the costumes. You would think that, yeah, I don't know. There were dudes in those latex fucking turtle costumes for 30 hours a day. But the idea idea was so out there that, like, no one was betting on it that heavily. Like, these fucking turtles? Like, who knew it was going to be the, the sensation was it the was? The cartoon was out there. Like, the cartoon was a I smash. Guess. So they're like, well, we got to fucking cash in on this. So the only description uh, on Wikipedia of this movie, too? <laughs> Imagine trying to pitch this at a meeting. Actually, I was even thinking that with Teen Wolf. Like, if you wrote that today, if it didn't exist and you wrote that, it took that into a, a movie place and pitched it. Cat over here. They'd fucking laugh you out of the office. But so this That's is the it. description. A quartet of humanoid turtles trained by their mentor in ninjutsu must learn to work together to face the menace of Shredder and the Foot Clan. <laughs> yep. You pitched that idea yep, to someone. Right. They think you're insane. Yep. Okay, so what See, are we... Peel sketch about Gremlins too. That's a good one. You got to watch that. All right. So so how does this... Again, how does this game work? Does it... I won that last little bit. Does that mean RJ has to go first here? Who has Either way, it doesn't matter. Whatever. All right. No format. Free rolling. All right. What do we got? How much box office? What do, what do we got? No, no. Budget first. Budget first. Oh, we already we did, did that. Yeah, yeah, we did budget. Box office. What do we, what do we got? I'm going to say $23 million. I think that's way too high, actually. That was dumb. I, I, I think it's – every time I think it's way too low, and then I go like, oh, my God. Wait a second, Tilly. The budget was $13.5 mil, and you think yeah. it brought in twenty three? You think it was a flop? I, I feel like I feel like it didn't do well, and then it became a bit of a cult classic. But I could be wrong because they did make a number two and three. They wouldn't have made a two unless it's secret, they had a big secret of the ooze. Number two, which actually was not as good as number one. Number one no, was no, the best. Number three is kind of no, ridiculous. No. They go to China. No, no. Time I travel. I watched number three. I was like, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking terrible. It was probably twenty six by the time I came out. I'm, like, I'm, I'm over to these turtles. All right, Reg, I need to hear your your guess. I'm so curious now. Ninety million dollars. We have a big number. Delia, are you going under? Are you resetting that? Oh, that's tough. Part of me is telling me telling me to go ninety two to be a dick, Mm -hmm. but the other part of me is like, no, under. I'm going under. I'm going under. Down under. Reed wins two hundred and two million dollars. That pulled in. Whoa! What a turtle brought some. What a sensation. So basically, every movie that we've heard of and remember was successful. Yeah, they're all big numbers. Okay, so that I I had a really good idea for another one that I wanted to pick, but it's also Uh another really popular one. I think it might be fun 
But I think I want RJ to pick the one after I pick this one. And I want you to pick, try and pick something like obscure that didn't do well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. not so big so, numbers. So here, so here's my, Ooh. here's my big numbers pick. What do you got? Rocky, Rocky one. Oh God. 1978. Well then 79. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. <clears throat> Man, I've really realized that hammy's pause with these extra toes. What it reminds me of is, you know, when you're a kid and you have those mitts that have the four fingers together, but then the thumb is separate. Yeah. Yeah. They're called mitts. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mitt instead of a glove. Uh, don't show us on the camera. No, I don't like his wiggle bean, man. I don't like it at all. It's a back paw. It's a back paw. But no, look at it. he's just done. He's just got these gross. He's got yeah, these it's, like a, it's a dead toe, man. You wiggle that thing around. He can't even feel it. It's gross. It, it, that's just the back one, man. That's I don't just like the wiggle it. toe. I, Dude, like I love it. Hammy to death. Don't you guys, don't you speak ill of Hammy? All right. What's the budget on Rocky <laughs> One? All right, uh, RJ, do you want to go first, or do you want me the to release date? Nineteen seventy-six. Seventy-six. I said seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Um, I'm going to say three point seven million. It actually shows. So when you go back far enough on Wikipedia, it shows you how much it cost, and then it converts it to today's dollars. So do we want to go with original figures or the converted no, original figures? It's, original figures, hundred percent. I like that better. Here. So uh, he said three something. I'm going to say under nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's about right. Small okay. numbers. Small numbers. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm going to say it's for money I pulled in. Yes. I'm going to say uh, they definitely made a number two because the first one was successful, but we, need, like to six of what, them, man. <laughs> we need to remember what year it was. And I'm going to say it pulled in 11.5 million. And that was huge. Rich. 17 million. He's trying to read my face. I can tell this is like a poker game. He's trying to see my reaction to your guess. All right. Really? Well, I, I, I read your reaction and I read, read your reaction. I'm going 23, 23. Oh under. shit! Me and Hammy are fucking. You're taking the under on twenty three. Yep. Two hundred and twenty five million dollars. We are not close at all. We're fucking so far off. Okay, listen to I, this. So listen I, to this. Our big numbers. numbers. Are nowhere near big enough. Listen to this. Big numbers in twenty nineteen dollars. They put in four million. Four million. Yeah, that's nothing. They made a billion dollars, hundreds of millions on Rocky I'm so One. So glad I requested that. That's why they made seven of them. They could never, even if all of the other ones failed, but he's still sitting on a pile of 300 mil. He could throw a hundred million at each movie after that and still have 300 million left. That's it's a director's insane. and the producer, the director and uh, producer talking to each other being like, I don't think Sylvester can take another hit on the head. Yo, uh, what do you, what do you say we make a number four? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's a fucking big numbers. That's wild. <clears throat> Good for you, Sylvester. Well done. One more. Here it is. My pick. Waterworld. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of this, but I don't know if I've seen it. This movie was basically a joke, right? It. it... Yes, sir. So it's 1995. Everyone was so dirty, the wild world was covered in water. And it was fucking dirty. All right. What did it? What did it cost to make? Three hundred and seventy-five million dollars. 
375 million in 1995. Teely, give or take. I'm going under for sure. Reach that is a big number. The actual cost, which don't be fooled by Reach's crazy guess. It is actually a fucking ridiculous amount of money for the time. $175 million to make. This was a huge risk. Yeah. What did it pull in? $32 million. 67. Reach? 72. Daily? <laughs> Look at him curl the mustache there. Holy fuck. <laughs> let's, go, let's go 82. Under. 264 mil. So it wasn't exactly a flop. They still made 100 million on it. That did. They made nothing. It wasn't what they expected, but. By the time they fucking paid everybody, fucking, yeah, fucking. $100 million is a lot of money. They were so dirty. Everyone in the movie was so dirty, and the world was covered with water. It made no sense at all. And they were looking for dirt. They just wanted fucking dirt. You're all you're so dirty already. Like, what is going on here? How'd you get all dirty? It's just water everywhere. It doesn't Having make sense. Skills or some shit. You can fucking swim no deep. I don't know. Like, but what is going on? Watch yeah, that that sounds dumb. I can't believe some of these producers. When someone pitched them these ideas, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll sink a hundred mil into that idea. Let's give it a I shot." The key and peel sketch about fucking uh, pitching Gremlins two in the boardroom. Um, if you've ever seen Gremlins two, it is insane and the, the the sketch about it is like it's spot on it's the only way it could have happened in the boardroom i'll pee on the side of the bowl you know that trick oh yeah it's a good one they call that trick the first date look at them cans all stacked yo i was hoping you'd mentioned uh everything's back to normal over here Fucking so did right you take it, it upon yourself to clean the cans up? Then? I cleaned like them up. It was such a mess. It doesn't look like that many cans, but when they're scattered across the floor, that's a lot of cans. 35, maybe? What's oh, your guess? Sure. Oh, we could do guesses. I got to cover it up. I got to cover it up. Okay, it's like, JB, I'm going to say my guess is more than eight. Most definitely. <laughs> I, I'm going to say 29. Reed, what's your guess? I said more than eight. Okay. Um, 31. 31. All right. Do I have to count them now on the pod? I think so. Yeah. We don't know. What are we doing here? Like, if I can't scoop up, what am I doing here? What's this all for? That's right. 31. Oh, for fuck's sakes. It's going to be 32. Numbers game. Really soon. Oh, no. So I've been new? dwelling on my performance of big numbers all week. Okay, I actually have something I, I want to terrible. talk to you about. Also, Reed, I fucking love. I love that game. It's very fun. Oh. I have something oh, though from a past episode that I want to talk like, oh. to you about. So I think it was last episode. I asked you guys some questions. Um, remember just randomly at the end there, and then I asked you if you could, yeah. if you knew you were going to have a hundred percent success rate. What would you do? And your answer was Rob Banks. Yeah, which makes me feel like the only thing standing between you and being a hardened criminal is the thought of getting caught. Failure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that that with everybody? There's no moral issue that makes you not want to steal. You're just like, nah, I might get caught. And that's the only reason. I'm not stealing from little ladies. Steal from fucking greedy banks. 
Oh, okay. Because you made it seem like you were just going to go around and loot, steal, oh, and just shit, take it no. all. No, okay. no, no. I'm hitting up Walmarts and your fucking your Chase banks and what have you. I'm not. Oh, I'm leaving the folks alone. I'm like a I'm like a Robin Hood, but no, I'm not giving it to anybody. I'm keeping it for okay. myself. Okay, just to play devil's advocate. What do, what do you say to those people that say if you steal from Walmart, it makes the prices go up for the rest of us, and Walmart doesn't actually take the hit? What do you mean? What do I say to them? Stop fucking jacking up the prices, you dickbag. No, but I mean, you stealing in turn is like stealing really from the it. people. But you would if you really would get away it. with that. Sure would. Wouldn't I you? feel like you've resorted to a life of crime, RJ, and um, I'm worried about you. That's what it is. I'm worried. I haven't done anything. I just you called you RJ work. and it felt weird. Yeah. You I think did, you've just been hanging out with Mario you. for too long, man. He's not a good influence on you. <laughs> that Who's signed Mario? hockey card you have is a bad influence. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Where is he? Yeah, Healthy scratch? Tell me. Either, either cross the room. We, we haven't been speaking the last couple of days. So. Oh, uh, Brian Scouser. Uh, Brian, what's in the mug? I'm intrigued. No, I got quite a chocolate? treat here. So I'm usually not into the sugary drinks too much. Mary has tonight? become just a wizard with the hot chocolate, the whipped cream. It's got some fucking cinnamon or some shaker she puts on top. Homemade Ugh. shaker. I don't know what's in there. It's not labeled. She won't tell me. I don't know. It's good, though. She made the, the shaker recipe. herself. She, she blew the glass into the shape she wanted and <laughs> yeah, yeah. molded the, the aluminum twist on lid. Yeah, it's amazing she what she can accomplish when she's not stuck behind this couch. You know, she, it has this magic tonic in it that makes you want to empty the dehumidifier and go to HomeSense on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. room full throw pillows. You can't even open the door anymore. You just, just full. <laughs> That's the pillow room. I went, I. I really bunged it on dinner tonight. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, but we got no buns. So I got the fucking chicken burger on bread going on here. Oh, nice. It's <laughs> a classic yeah. move. And uh, just fucking swimming in sriracha. And I got a side of jalapeno cheddar chips. Like, I'm going to be fucking dying by the end of this thing. Yeah. Got chicken done in the oven. Oh, yeah. No, no. Poster oven. I almost ordered mm. some Five Guys tonight. I was pretty close. Five Guys hot dog. Here we go. Oh, buddy. Hey. But uh, my month of uh, Uber pass or whatever ran out. And uh, <laughs> the light's going out. Oh, there you go. There we go. got a spoon just Shot. for hitting the light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing it now, Philly? You're not on the Uber now? Yeah, so I stopped doing that Uber Pass thing because I don't know. I want to stop ordering so goddamn. Bring your food. Mm -hmm. You know what's weird about living in the city? The first time I moved here, for some reason, I had no interest in any of the like drive-throughs, fast food, convenience, all the shit. I basically lived the same way I did in Bayfield, just in the city. For some reason, this time, driving down like a commercial street is just a fucking gauntlet of temptation. Everywhere I look, I'm like, oh, maybe I want Burger King. Oh, there's an AMW. I should at least get a coffee at McDonald's. I should like, it's so hard for me to drive home. I want Burger King. Yeah, man. It's really easy to just want to get a little bit of everything. I never used to be like yeah, that. I used to do now that. I'm like, if, if there's a red light coming up, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to stop there anyway. Might as well hit the drive-thru. Like, the red light's 30 seconds. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all fucked up. 
Derek and I used to do that like Sunday nights. We would uh, come up to Goddard and we get like a six inch sub, a fucking quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, I remember this. Something from AW. <laughs> we'd get fucking something from fucking Harvey's. It was treat night. It was just fucking just, it, yeah, it was disgusting, but it was amazing. We always ended up with a couple fucking peanut butter cup. Cow snap my fucking nards. Oh, well, look at that eye <laughs> rub. Teely, how you feeling? Back on the nuggies, on the edibles? What are we doing? What are we up to? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That little, had a little cookie. You got any date stories? Or... <laughs> any who? Any that date stories? No, no. I yeah, what happened to Squid Lips? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't talked to her. Oh. Oh, fucking shut her down. So we could have left that... Uh... We could have left that that part in the pod, even though you didn't want to. You haven't talked to her anyway, so we could have we could have given the folks it. a laugh. Maybe in the new year we'll revisit it. Yeah, that's true. We still have uh, we have it all on file. It's in the archives. Well, Maybe we'll dig it up. You know what we have to talk about. I wanted to bring it up last time, but got wrapped up in bombing miserably at big numbers. Um, last Saturday was the last show at Call the Office. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I don't even like to think about that. They, yeah, are, they, that they say it's know. indefinitely for now. Like, they're hoping something will happen in this fucking virus will fucking get the fuck out of here. And um, they'll be able to open up again in the spring or the summer. But it is also for sale. Imagine so. you were a guy who had like... What was, your, uh, what was the first show you saw at Call the Office? Chicks dig it. You saw the bouncing souls or really? circle jerk, Brian? Yeah, my first my first time. I've already talked about it was uh, the circle jerks when the uh, Keith Morris smashed the fucking beer bottle above everybody before he started, and it was this the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just smashing a full beer bottle over a group of fucking dirty kids, glass everywhere, <laughs> and it was fucked. Wayner didn't give me so any good. warning of like, like. You know, when you think you're going to a show or something, it's like, yeah, let's get up to the front so we can see good or whatever. He didn't tell me at all, like, how loud it would actually be. So we're like, you know, how I call the office, you're like pushed right up to the fence at the front and the amps right here, but they make it so people on the street can hear it. Like, I I didn't expect any of that. I had no idea what I was walking into. And in an instant, it was like, just fucking madness like the guy smashed a beer bottle and it was uh, it was yeah it was fucking crazy but sorry Reed, you go ahead my first show there was i think i was 17 and um i saw a band called fuck what were they called zool's evil disco you ever heard of them no exactly uh i couldn't even tell you what they were all about um yeah i saw the I think I was 17. Uh, I don't even know if it was all ages because I had my fake ID then. So I don't even know if, like, I snuck in or if I used my fake ID. Who knows anymore? Fucking, it was also fucking 27 years ago, for Christ's sake. Yeah. They were an ID and everybody. <laughs> what is your most, uh, the best show you ever saw at Call the Office? Mm. I, uh, a memorable mm-hmm. one for sure is uh, SNFU. The lead singer like wearing a kilt with no mm-hmm. underwear underneath it and like spitting oh, beer at everyone and whipping his balls? Out. Did you see Kenny's balls at that uh, show? Oh, everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, yeah. Kenny. 
Super Suckers Big Show started like five in the evening, and uh, they started off, did an all country set, and then they fucked off for like forty five minutes and came back and fucking rocked our asses for like two and a half hours after that. Oh, it was man. like five hours of Super Suckers fucking rocking and amazing, awesome. and and um. Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. That was a fucking oh, great show. When he had the white button-up shirt with the pink rifles on it. Yes, sir. That was... Uh, and yeah. he had the Marshall amp, and he had fucking fucked with all the writing that said Marshall, so, so it just said Lars in yeah. cursive writing. Man, I forget about so yeah, many shows. Show I dope. forgot about that he had that some one. guy playing guitar with him. Like, wasn't, his, wasn't his normal guitar player... One of the normal guitar players that he had playing with him, someone from London that he ended up getting up playing with him. And uh, Lars fucking hated him. <laughs> he was garbage and fucking just belittled the man in between every song. <laughs> it was great. It was fucking very entertaining. That's so funny. Was it that yeah. young dude who I'm was a, playing guitar? No, he was like an older guy. Okay, because the younger dude in Lars' band. Lars and the Bastards. I have to forget how much of a fan of Lars and the Bastards I really am. Yeah, I'll it's put it great. on. There's only two albums, I think, and I'll, but I'll put one on, and as soon as it starts, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, remember this, Rich? Remember?" <laughs> you know what? We should start fan. doing on this pod that I thought of the other day. I think it'd be really funny. Um, am I frozen? Can you guys hear me? Naps. Pod naps. Yeah, you no. froze. Yeah, you, fro- you froze there. What should we do? Swear jar. What should we do on the pod? Oh yeah! Oh man! So, imagine it, trying to do a whole pod. episode without swearing. Oh, I, I, I've already got anxiety. I'm trying to not swear right now, and it's hurting. <laughs> it, it would be so hard. I was listening every back I to one. To, every time I was doing a new episode, I'm like, "You swear so much." Yeah. I don't even know that I'm doing it. Like, it just, I know when I go to the sense. office and work with. When I go work in my mom's office, I really notice how much I swear. I'm just in there just. <laughs> Dropping f bombs and terrible words like crazy, and there's ladies in there like Jill or Judy. I don't know her name. Started with a J, and I'm just like, oh man, I remember Jill's out there. You gave me swearing like this. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's all those years in the kitchen, man. Fucking freaking. Oh, see. Yeah, uh, it's so hard. We could raise a so lot hard. of money. <laughs> so hard. Does that make us bad people? Just, I won't be... No. Yes. Well, Thank yes. goodness. I All right. Are you sticking with the no or the yes? Going <laughs> <laughs> um, I should have brought the fucking. Oh! <laughs> See, like, it's really it. hard. Okay, it's so hard. another thing. Another thing I was thinking of doing, which is also really hard, is this. Okay, when I listen back to the editing, there's certain things I say too often. I use the same words for like, um, so. I always say, oh, that's awesome, or oh, that's cool. So I was going to try to only use different words in those situa- situations. So I just pictured me like you saying your yam jam and me being like, remarkable, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but between not swearing and trying to not use those words, yeah, I'm afraid to talk. So I'm probably not going to do you just it. Hear your, we hear you flipping through pages. Like, what is that? You got a little thesaurus <laughs> down beside you. You're just flipping yeah. through it. Like, it's another word yeah. for awesome. Come on, Rose, yeah. help me out here. <laughs> I find myself on the pod saying fantastic too much. See, I never noticed your you guys, but I, I say like a lot. And I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. 
I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. Swearing and saying like. <laughs> I always wanted in high school someone to do the uh, upper decker kitty lit. Kid, no, shit in oh. the kitty litter at a house party. <laughs> Clean the kitty litter the next oh, day. Oh, man, you just, just reminded me of a really funny public school story. One time it was an indoor yes. recess. So, uh, you know, an indoor recess, you're not allowed to leave your classroom. So just for something to do, you ask to go to the washroom. And then, like, your buddy asks. and buddy. So there's, like, five or six of you that are out of the classroom. You're like in the halls and like you're allowed to go to the bathroom and you get like five or 10 minutes of almost recess before you have to go back to the class. So this one time there was five or six of us in the washroom at an indoor recess. And we noticed there was one stall. The door was closed and there was feet there. So me being, I was real young. We're talking grade four or five, probably five. I'm like trying to make everybody laugh. You know, I need to go in the stall beside, watch this, watch this. So I go in the stall beside and I start like, you know, when you blow on your hand and make fart noises, like really disgusting and loud. I start oh, yeah. doing that and being like, oh man, oh, like making noises, whatever. So a couple of minutes later, I don't hear anybody laughing. Like what's going on out there? I open the stall door. The washroom is cleared out except for the principal. <laughs> Mr. Yes. Higgins, Mr. Higgins is standing there <laughs> listening to me make all these crazy noises. You forgot to... Um... You forgot one of the things that he heard you say was, uh, oh, yeah, I do. nothing like pissing at your asshole. I do remember. And then the, <laughs> the next day, so this is what he did to me. He told me, go back to the classroom. He didn't really know how to deal with it right away. So he's like, go back to your classroom. I don't want to see you out in the hallway again. The next day, uh, during recess, he got me on the schoolyard and, uh, oh yeah, no, Tilly, you got me, you got me all flustered. I went too far ahead. So the funniest part of the story is, as Mr. Higgins and me are talking in the bathroom, <laughs> the only deaf kid in the, stu- in the school walks out of the stall so nobody could hear me. <laughs> so then the next day when Mr. Higgins stops me on the schoolyard, he's like, it's very inappropriate what you were doing yesterday. And I know uh, He's like, oh, all your friends left, and it was just me, you, and the deaf kid. And he actually said that, which I thought was weird, that he just said me, you, and the deaf kid. That is weird, Higgins. And then, yeah, he said he didn't appreciate some of the language. He's like, I believe the term was pissing out your asshole. But I'm yeah, a kid, you know right? I'm like, I, just, I heard this shit on a movie or a TV show. I thought it was funny. I'm going to make everyone at school laugh by saying this, you know? Like, it's not like I made it up, but... Yeah, when the de- not wrong, <laughs> when, it is funny. When the deaf kid came out of the stall, <laughs> fuck. Croque Monsieur, ah, oh, ça c'est le Croque Monsieur. Hey, I got a uh, something we haven't talked about in a long time is restaurants, and uh, I got a story oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to share with you guys. But before we do, on the on the topic, what's the best prank, kitchen prank you guys remember? Oh, I mean. Tealy, I remember the one of yours that I liked the best is when somebody, you were working at Harry's and somebody from the Albion, they got a new dishwasher and they did the uh, ice mix thing, sent sent the kid down to Harry's to get some ice mix. So usually the kid gets there and asks for ice mix and everyone at Harry's is like, ha ha, you're an idiot. There's no such thing and sends them back. (laughs) 
Dyson snaps into action right away, grabs a bucket, throws one lemon wedge in it, halfway wraps it with saran wrap, and is like, go, go, go. (laughs) I threw some some pepper in there, too, or something. Kid's running down Main Street with a bucket with one lemon in it, thinking he's got ice mix. (laughs) Get a minute and a half before this goes bad, man. Get back. (laughs) I think you guys were involved in this one, or at least witnessed it. The Albion... There was a bucket of beef drippings in the fridge. Oh, God. Yep, yep. Okay, I know this one. gone hard, as they do when they cool down. And um, it was removed from the bucket and flipped upside down onto a plate and garnished with some uh, whipped cream and chocolate sauce. And it uncannily resembled something perhaps Barb's Meads would have baked up and we all know Barb Meads is one hell of a baker and makes delicious treats. Do you know this then, stuff, Ty? Do you, can you picture piece, this? There's a piece it was fat. It was beef fat. It was, it was fat. So it was like kind of ready brown, like dark colored like jello. But it was okay. beef. But it looked it looks like dark cherry or grape jello. Oh okay so who ate it? And there was oh there was a piece cut out of it. And it was, there's a piece on a plate. And I came into work and I was like, what do we have here? It was all set up to get read. Because um, everyone knew he was going to fucking eat it. It was all done. Just to, and they were like, oh, Barb made that. And I was like, oh, really? And I grab a fork and I start trying to cut through this cake or pie or whatever it is with this fork. And I'm like, well, this is really hard. And I'm still not like cluing in. That it's clearly not a cheesecake, dude. Oh, there's ice cream cake or something, maybe. Yeah, so I finally get through it, and I fucking put it in my mouth, and I'm just... <laughs> spit it out immediately. Oh, it's fucking cruel. salty, congealed beef fat. Fucking with it. Oh, man. Fucking... <clears throat> and time, another uh, time... Oh, yeah. Remember the bamboozle go. bucket? The bamboozle bucket in the wagon? The, the... No, it was... It was the slop bucket... That was poured had been poured into a pitcher, and I think Tyson or someone put lemon wedges and lime wedges in it and ice, so it looked like a pitcher of iced tea in the walk-in. Because you guys knew I was fucking hammered the night before. I'm gonna be walking <laughs> it all hungover. I'm gonna be real fucking thirsty. And I hope I walked in. You guys could read me like a fucking book. <laughs> I walked in that back door and immediately went in that fucking stand in that fucking walk-in cooler. And there it was. It was a couple straws in it and some ice and some fucking lemon wedges and lime wedges. And I picked it up and just went, dog, 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 dog. started chugging this <laughs> bitch. And I went, so this just reminded me of a couple. So two of them involving Pete Meads. One time, it was really, really cold, middle of winter. I got to work. Pete grabbed my winter coat without me noticing, filled up one of the dish sinks, dipped my coat in, and hung it in the walk-in freezer. It's like six, seven hours later, I go to leave work, and my fucking coat is rock hard. Another Pete one was uh, him, and I think it was Buddy Boy, actually. Uh, Buddy Boy had gone hunting and got a deer, and he brought the head back, and they put it in the walk-in, or uh, in the dumpster, on top of some boxes, but the door was closed, but the fucking head was like right there looking at you. And they're like, Hey, um, Kimmer accidentally took some, uh, 
Christmas decorations, a box. He took it out and threw it in the dumpster. He thought it was garbage, but there's decorations that we need in there. Can you go grab it? So I walk out and open the dumpster and there's a fucking severed deer head looking right at me. I turn around and look in the window and there's like eight people fucking crowded in the window watching me. Um, But then the other one I remember, the one that I thought of today that made me want to ask you guys this was uh, when Luke Pepper used to be the dishwasher at JD's and we used to serve breakfast all day. So we'd have that big bowl of pancake mix all day long under the flat top. And at the end of the night, you're supposed to just throw it out. We used to, uh, <laughs> we used to, me and Nick Cook would dump it on the flat top. So some nights it would be like two inches thick, the whole size of the flat top, like a big rectangle of pancake. And we would cook it. Fuck Uncle Buck. We, we'd cook this fucking like three by three or three by two, maybe pancake. And when Luke would go to take dishes out to the servers, we would shove the whole thing in his dish sink. <laughs> so when he'd come back, there was like fucking, Five, ten pounds of pancake in his sink. <laughs> so oh, disgusting. Sink. Oh, that's gross. It was really know. gross. Trying to dig it Somebody's- all out. It's so gross. I'll be right down. What's that? What's that muffin mix? What is he making over there? I'm, I'm about to make some cookies. No, I'm I know. Cookies. I love it. Like, what's that muffin cookies. mix? Are you really? You're just whipping up a batch of cookies? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Know, why not? You know, I got the parchment paper. The oven's already preheated. This guy is high as fuck over here. Yeah. They're, uh, they're oatmeal, and I have uh, Reese's Pieces um, chocolate chips. Now we're talking. That's a thing? That's a thing? What do you mean? What are, what are those? What do they do? What? Are, tell me more. What don't they do? Mine You're making the whole bag? bag? How many cookies are you making? Ah, 60. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be enough. Oh, I got a good story about Zoom court the other day. Oh man. Oh. What happened in Zoom court? Oh man. So in Zoom court, there, there's computer Zoomers, and then there's people on the phone that just phone in for court because somehow they don't have a fucking smartphone or a computer. I'm not sure who these okay. people are and how they live their lives. It's not up to me. But the phone people, they can't see what's going on. So there's constantly phone people just jumping in like, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> and like they're in the middle of a case and it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, my mic is muted and my camera's off the entire, you're supposed to have your mic muted the entire time until your name is called. You unmute your mic and, and identify yourself, right? So you're sitting there and they say, oh, next we call the matter of Ryan Garden. I unmute my mic, start my video. And I say, uh, good, good afternoon, your worship. I'm Ryan Garten, and then we get into it, right? Well, Zoom, the phone people, they're moops. They don't have a fucking clue what's happening. They can barely run a fucking telephone. So no wonder things aren't going great for them. And usually, like, we had, there's a lot of cases on Monday. There's like 70-something cases. And I, I was in Zoom court for almost fucking six hours. Holy shit. <laughs> Just waiting for your turn? Yeah, sitting here doing paradiddles nonstop. It's <laughs> getting good. And um, I'd been lucky the last couple of times, uh, and I got called early, but I was like, my luck's going to run out. I'm going to be sitting here all fucking day. Sure enough, I was. At one point, going through a case, and all you hear is, beep, 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 like somebody dialing a phone. <laughs> and then all I hear is, yeah, I'm not home in here. 
And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, I'm not, I want to unmute my microphone so bad. I'm like, Maddie, Maddie! That's awesome. I'm like, what was he dying? Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, I'm not home in here. Like, <laughs> you called us, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I never heard oh. from him again. I got called before he did. Oh, like, no. So you didn't get to talk to him or anything, eh? No, yeah, you can fucking talk to him in Zoom court. Like, hey, Matt, hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, true. <laughs> hey, Matt, hey. Oh, it was just, it was gold. The, the, the dialing, beep, beep, beep. And it wasn't even enough beeps to be a whole phone number. It was like, beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah, Matt, 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 home in here. He was just leaning on the phone by accident, maybe. Pieces and pieces, like, sir, please mute your microphone, and we'll get to you when you're called. He's just smashing it on his cheek. (laughs) (laughs) He fell asleep and it woke him up. The beep, and he's like, "Oh, my my home in here." That's awesome. Yeah, that must be weird when people that you know pop up. Well, you know how the screen here, like I can see both of you on this screen. Uh huh. There'll be like nine screens I can swipe through. What, people sit there with their cameras on? I know. Do you put your camera on? No, I got my my, my profile pic sitting there. Oh, you should definitely put it on with the Yammer podcast uh, sign in the background. The Yammer podcast sign was in the background when I got called, when I turned my camera on. You do it just like it is right now? Yep. That is amazing. That's so (laughs) awesome. And I started talking. I was like, "Uh, good afternoon, your worship. Uh, I'm Ryan Garten, and Worship's like, okay, Mr. Garten, let me just get your uh, file here, blah, 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 and she's like, what are we doing today? What are we doing with this matter today? And before I could fucking speak, I was like, I spoke to, and then fucking boom, duty counsel, who I didn't even know was still there, or on the line or anything, like, I talked to them six hours before, earlier, and like, I spoke to, and she's like, uh, your worship, your worship, this is uh, Amy, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what camera remember. She, Ellen, something from uh, duty council. Uh, I spoke to Mr. Garten earlier today, and I was like, she said everything I needed to say, and I was literally just sitting here going. <laughs> Two thumbs up <laughs> from Rage. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and, uh, and the worship was like, all right, that sounds good to me. How about you, Miss Bronwicky, the fucking uh, crown attorney? Fucking hate that bitch um <laughs> it's probably he's like uh yes that's fine with me that's fine with me. Like, all right, blah, 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 blah. and uh i was like uh all right well thanks a lot uh, <laughs> i can say anything anyway uh have a good day your worship and she's like you too as well and then boom kicked off zoom like so fucking fast you waited for six hours for that yeah to say wow, that's rough good afternoon your worship and my name He goes there so you don't have to. Now it's time for Regis Reviews. Regis Reviews, welcome back. Episode 6 of Regis Reviews here. Tonight we're reviewing everybody's second favorite dollar store, Dollarama. Five stars. A possible five stars. Dollarama. Lollapalooza was better. Regis Reviews. Whoop, 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 whoop. I really like that Megan Gerard. The Megan Gerard or was it Nicole? Somebody said. No, it was Megan. This jingle often gets stuck in my head. 
Yeah, it's I awesome. Too. I'll just I'll just be doing something. And I'll go reading his reviews <laughs> every it's time. So just simple. Hey, speaking of music, a... there's something oh. we need to talk about. Uh oh. The Dawes Christmas song, the cover oh. of the Ron Sexsmith jam. Oh my what? God. That... I, I get emotional when I watch it. And I think you know I know funny? Why... when you, when you said that, um, so I watched it and was blown away. I couldn't even move. I just like, not what I expected yeah. at all. It was amazing. And then yeah. I went uh, and I showed Mary and she got tears in her eyes. And then I sent I it to you guys, and you're like, why do I cry every time I watch this? <laughs> I don't necessarily cry. I just – I do get emotional, and it's like, oh, my God. And I think I know why. Why? I think they are the perfect family. They might mm-hmm. be. They're the best people. They are the best people. <laughs> the children are the best freaking kids in the world. They're super polite. Yeah. You know? Like – Oh, I just, they're just wonderful, wonderful people. That video, like, yeah, it's, it's spot on. Families it's doing just, stuff like this. Like, oh. They're a band. Their family is a band. Molly, <laughs> I mean, sometimes she doesn't look very enthused. I think she'd rather be doing something else. But that, that's, like, that's amazing. She still yeah. does it, though. You know, Flix is stepping up his game. He's rocking that xylophone like an MF. He's yeah. Oh, man. This is, oh. So good. And like, and just at the end, when they all come together, and just the way the look on Steve's face. Exactly. And yeah. When he puts his when he puts his arm around Molly, like I just I look at it and I think that guy nailed it. Like yeah, like, he crushed it. He, like, he's got everything he needs right here in this picture that I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. And there's nothing that you could ever give to him that would fucking top this. He's the doing smile it. on his face. It's like. He's just like, yeah, this is what it's all about right here. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're just they're just fine, fine people. And Steve's gonna listen to this it. too. So Steve, I would like to say to you directly, kind of indirectly, but also directly. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's one of the coolest things I've seen in a very, very long yeah. time. And we're not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're our friend. We, we truly, truly feel it. Yeah, because we have a lot of friends who do stuff, and we never mention their shit. It all sucks. All yeah. you other people, yeah, whatever sucks. you're doing, it's terrible. Uh, hey, other friends, your shit's garbage. <laughs> Step up your game. Keep, keep it up. Everyone be else, just be, be better. Thing, okay? Yeah. Just, yeah. Be better. Be a doll or be nothing. Okay? Do daw things or don't do things. That's what yeah, everyone like, should do. We've had enough. We've tried to be patient. But I accidentally just said "duda," so there's that zippity "duda" thing. The unborn "duda" thing. The, zip, the unborn da child is zippity do. <laughs> Lottie, Lottie's gonna be born. Lottie da. <laughs> I really bung this thing. So, yeah, I mean, I love that video. I mean, I just, I just love that family. I've showed it to everyone, like at work and stuff. I know those guys aren't into that stuff. They don't care at all. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still you, like, trust me, like, trust gotta, me, check this yeah. out. Like, if you have a family, you will like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to like the music. Like, if you know other people, if you are human, you're gonna enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> if you can stay still for three minutes to watch this, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when I, but the first time I legit, the first time I watched it, I'm like. All right, Ava, Molly, Felix. Who is that fourth kid? And then like, I'm like, oh my, Tether. <laughs> <laughs> All their children are just as big, if not bigger, than her now. I'm like, who is this fourth kid? Maybe it's a cousin. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
then no, it was Heather. It was Heather. She's aging in reverse. And then mm-hmm. and she's just great too. Like, oh my god, yes. she's also great. I can so, do a whole episode of the podcast talking about the dogs. Imagine Steve would hate us. Um, oh, he would kill us. So one thing about that video, though, I might actually ask him about this because I'm a little too curious. But if you guys know, I would like to hear it. Do you know how it's um, like they would have recorded a couple hours of footage uh-huh. and then they sped it up. But at certain times, someone will st- step to the foreground and they're like in real time. And, the, and, and it, the audio is matched up with how the hell would you even make something like that? Well, first off, you have to be a genius dog uh-huh. or... So I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I think, I think the, the, uh, the physics of, uh, recording video and audio, the, the rules don't apply to the dogs because they're just so awesome. That makes sense. So they can basically, yeah, they can basically just alter the physics of recording. Physics is like, no, they get a pass. It's the dogs. All right. Let them through. You guys want to, yeah. you want to bend reality yeah. a bit? Go ahead. We're not using it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. For people who want to know what we're talking about, um, Steve's, <laughs> <laughs> Steve's Instagram is hijinks.sleeve or just type in Steve Da. Search for Steve Da. Hijinks.sleeve. And there's a video on there. Yeah. It's not his most recent post, but you'll find it. A video of him and the family a- playing uh, some yeah. music. Oh, wow. I'm getting a lasagna delivery. The trimming the tree. Lasagna. Oh wow, that's a big, that's a big piece. Mary. Lasagna. You're a grown boy, Brian. Holy, I don't know. Let's see how big this piece is. Let's see how big it is. Let's use your head What's a big piece to you? The full bowl. Tiny fucking bowl. What? I thought you said it was a big piece. What do you eat like a bird? That ain't shit. All right, fine. We'll never be a dog eating like that. <laughs> we'll never be a dog eating like that. <laughs> Tell you that right about meow. We should do a whole episode, the dog episode, and everything we say oh. is references to them. Steve, no, because Steve them, actually listens to this sometimes. Guests. We should have them all on cool. as guests separately. Like in that episode, we'll have Steve, an episode with uh, an interview with Steve, interview with Heather, and then we'll have an interview with the kids, which would just be insanity. That would be and really that, cool. That's the one where we, that whole episode is big time swear jar. Because we talk about poutine a lot. Poutine. Uh, you know what else? Heather and Steve are learning to skateboard. Yeah. They're like That's 40 so cool. and they're like, let's learn how to skateboard. I'm frightened to stand near a skateboard. And they're just getting on and going on them. ramps and stuff. And they're moving like they actually go, like roll on them. Like, That's unbelievable. Yeah. He's practicing kick flips. Give me a break. I'd be in a They're pretty much right cooler than everyone I know put together. And, yeah. yeah, they really are. And that's not offensive yeah. to all the people I know. They're just that cool that it's like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. That's just you can still be cool, but you'll never be dog cool. No, you can't. Age forty, let's pick up skateboarding because our one daughter wanted to learn how to skateboard. So, what better way to support her than to immerse ourselves in it as well? Unbelievable. That's so cool. He goes, oh, dear. Do you guys want to hit up some yam jams? Oh, the yam jams. Jammy, jammy, jammy. Can I go first? Yeah. I, got a simp- I got a pretty simple one. Not much to say about it. As, ah, as every week. I'd love to hear it. Basically, the reason I picked this one is because um, 
I've listened to it a couple times lately. I was obsessed with it a couple years ago, and it just keeps coming back. Um, it's pretty much a whole album. I listen to that. It's one of those ones where you need to listen to the album front to back. It's just got a flow, a vibe, the whole thing. But it's probably one of the strongest, like as far as like emotionally or feelings, like one of the only albums that hit me in adulthood, the way that everything did in your teens. Like, you know, when you're younger, there's a certain age where music just does a thing to you and you just feel it all really strong, but then that gradually fades. So now like these days, even when I hear a band that I love, it doesn't feel like a lot sometimes. It's just like, oh, I really like the sound of that. The album. Build up. I know, I know. I purposely did that. So the artist is Langhorn Slim and The Law. The album is called The Way We Move. And track one is called The Way We Move. Honestly, I could have picked any song on this album, but I picked the first one just because I do think if people want to, I can't even explain what it feels like. It's not like emotional, like, like crying or negative or bad. It's just the way the guy sings. It's just there's, there's feeling, there's power in his voice. Just the whole mood of the album is strong. It just feels really intense. So, yeah. I've never heard of that guy before. Yeah. I'm excited to to listen. Wow. I feel the same. Like that, that song I picked last week, the RTJ song, Run the Jewels. That that album I feel very strongly about. Like it just that album and um uh in desolation like off with their heads is uh mm-hmm. front to back or a couple albums it, it, off with their heads in des uh in desolation that, that album it's just like it, it says everything I I never I couldn't say before you know like I probably could say it, but it, I just couldn't get the words out but that album is just like whoa. I got to get into that. The one Yam Jam you picked, I did listen to, and I really liked that song, but I never took it any further. That song has brought me to tears a couple of times. It's like, oh, man. It's really good. That song especially is one that says everything I've ever wanted to say at times and just couldn't get out. I remember I was walking to work one day, and it came on. And by the time I got to work, I was just like a blubbering mess. Like, summertime, it's hot. Fuck this. I'm hitting quota tonight. <laughs> no, that was when I was in the restaurant at Willie's. Oh. And I was like, I gotta go into a fucking hectic restaurant, fucking cook for these people, and I'm all emotional. Fucking, it was wild. It was wild. I was just walking. I was like, oh man, that was a bunch of fucking feelings right there. <laughs> it's menopause. Mm, it'll do that. Guys, what's your pick? Uh, my pick is NQR Buckle, the song Red Wine. Oh, yes. good pick. And uh, the song Red Wine, for anyone who hasn't heard it before, the chorus is uh, Red Wine, uh, You Must Be So Bored of Our Problems. And it's a story about him sitting on his back porch uh, in the summertime with his wife drinking wine and them just like shooting the shit about their problems and the, the wine getting sick of their problems. I think we can all get behind that one. Yeah. Were you guys at the Ashwood show? No. no. <laughs> NQ announced that was the next song he was played. And plays quiet. All you hear is Josh Johnson go, you should meet my sisters. That's amazing. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I picked, uh, the band is called The Runaround. Um, they're from Chicago. They are, it is just straight, 
fucking bubblegum pop punk. And I, I can't get enough of it. It's melodic. It, you know the song, uh, please play this song on the radio by No Effects? And how they no. make fun of like other songs. They've got all the oohs and ahs in just the right places. And we take a little break before the chorus. This is that. This is the song. These songs are what they're talking about in that. All 100%. Right. But it is catchy. Like, don't go into it thinking you're going to hear some, like, we're changing the world type shit because we're not. It is just melodic, catchy, sing along, jammed up fucking pop punk. And I love it. And the song is called American Dream. It's the first song off their album, The Reckless Ones, I believe. I think they only have two albums, maybe three. But I discovered them through a Facebook ad, flipping through Facebook one Weird. day. Huh. And there was an ad for their newest video. And I was like, these guys look like they sound terrible. You know what I mean? Like you just look at them and you're like, they, these guys look like they sound terrible. So I had to know if they do. <laughs> so I went to Google Play and searched. I'm like, I wonder if they even show up on this. Sure enough, they did. And I clicked on the track and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> That's awesome. Then I downloaded the album, and yeah, I've been a fan of them ever since. I actually commented on something they had on Facebook, and uh, they replied to it, and I was like, oh my god, they know me, they know I exist. <laughs> and then I realized. Like, was it something cool? What, the reply or what I commented? Either. No. Oh. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> they put something like oh we've sold this many copies of our new album and i put something like loving the album it's on heavy rotation in my home like, what the shut up man they don't want that. <laughs> do I, I don't know i think that stuff's good i i i think uh people probably appreciate that even if it's kind of you know worded similarly each time it, it makes you feel good to know that the numbers are actually people well yeah i guess so because today my mom said to me uh, that this fellow she works with, um, who I might be actually taking over his job. I'm not sure. I got to think about it. Um, he says to mom, my mom the other day, he's like, does your son do a podcast? I'm no. Like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, you And she's like, uh, yeah, he does. And I've listened to about a minute of it. And I thought that's enough for me. No, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was, uh, I was listening to it, and they had Colin Corvo on there not too long ago. She's like, yeah, they, he likes, they like to interview their friends, like they're famous or something. Oh. <laughs> 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 and I thought that was a pretty funny comment from my mom. That like, is oh, awesome. She doesn't even listen to a full minute of it. I like to interview their friends, like they're famous or something. <laughs> so you can basically, every time you tell her you're doing the podcast, you can basically like sense the eye roll from down through oh, the floor. I can, I can feel it from here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, I mean, it did, I mean, when she said that this fella asked her if I'm involved or if I do a podcast, I'm like, it, it, you're right, it did feel good. It was like, oh, wow. Yeah. People are listening. Oh, someone listens well, to yeah. that. Yeah, I love the messages on Instagram when you actually know, like, because they see the numbers, but it, like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who these people are. I don't know. Yep. So when someone says something about it, it's like, oh, man, that's, it's, yep. that's cool. I love that. So, yeah, Yammers, send us a message. We really like that. 
We really, that's what we want for Christmas. We want messages on Instagram mm-hmm. yeah. and comments. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. You've been watching YouTube videos. Actually, we uh, should mention again, too, our website. Check it out, theyammer.ca. Because I think yeah. some people that don't have Instagram don't really know where to find this. So that's right. Yeah, uh, right. the website, everybody's got that. Well, I guess not everybody, but most of the people have access to it. Matt Holman here. He doesn't have the internet. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to the website. <laughs> what do you think he did? What do you think he I was in guard for? He had two counts. There was two counts. I know that because I went to uh, – you guys ever go to dailycourtlist.ca? No. No. you mentioned it, it before. It's a, it's a bookmark. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I go to it every day. Just, uh, going to I'm trying out. to put a face to the name. Is he uh, kind of like an older, yep. handsome rough, not tall, yeah, but skinny, but kind of rough around the edges? Oh yeah, yeah. dumber to back like, the rocks, but sweet as pie. Fucking, yeah, like super, so nice and friendly. Yeah, but yeah, just, that's yeah. him. Yeah, you know, give me the yeah, shirt off his sure. back, even if it was the last shirt he had. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. When we used to do that, that uh, what was it, Tuesday night baseball or whatever, he would always come. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He'd mostly just drink tall boys. He'd play the odd time, though. Yeah. Oh, hey, brother. Oh, hey, hey. Chuck on some pixies, brother. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he, called, so, he called me Thunder, and I called him Lightning. And this this runaround group, there's actually a song where they have with the chords. It's like, I was your thunder, and you were my lightning. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to play this for home, and it's their wedding song. <laughs> Holy shit, what a night. Follow us on Instagram at the Yammer Podcast. Hey, we did it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Uh, hey, we're going to get cut off. Fun. What's the time? Uh, like probably 10 